1: Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be
2: related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As
1: we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? sisters? Hello and welcome back to OK Sis. My name, you didn't say your name. My name is Mads. And I am Scout and we are the sisters behind OK Sis podcast. Let's, let's harmonize again. Ready? Okay. Wait, am I going low or are you going high? I'm going low. Ready? Okay. Podcast. Podcast. We are the new pop stars of the generation. Anyways, oh yeah. I'm wearing this t-shirt. So mom got me this t-shirt from Zadig and Voltaire because they had this like huge sale. Apparently she has a girl there. Anyways, it says girls can do anything. And it's really cute. Like the Like the obviously girls can do anything is really great. But. The shape of the shirt is shitty. Like, this is like a T- PJ shirt. I
2: can't wear this out. So, it's really interesting that you say that because I actually went to Zedig and Voltaire with her once. And she was essentially bullying me into into her buying the shirt for me. I know this that doesn't one? sound... Yeah. I This know that girl's
1: can do anything shirt?
2: Yeah. Now that you mentioned zidig and Voltaire, now I remember. And it was like $300 but before Probably before the sale. This, and this was, it was probably like 60 bucks. Yeah, yeah, And so I remember being like, you're not buying me. If you're going to buy me a t-shirt, like, she's weirdly obsessed with Zidig and Voltaire. She obsessed. She's, obs- she's like a girl she, there. She's like this an girl, inner. This girl
1: now listens to okay she's podcast. She's probably listening right now. She wants hey to, like, be,
2: like, an inner rock star. That place just makes me feel, like, emo chic. Like, it's, like, elevated emo chic, but you know? That's who
1: I am. I understand, but... Um, no, look, I love Zadig and Voltaire. Don't get me wrong. I have a few of their stuff. Great stuff. But this t-shirt is just... It's just... I don't... You know, it doesn't look cute with jeans. It doesn't look cute with shorts. It's too long. It's, it's comfy. Thanks, Mom. But it says girls can do anything, and it is the message that I am wearing on my chest today. Yes, because it's the message that we get
2: behind. Okay. Well. Okay. Um, few things. Number one... Instagram has come out with a competitor to TikTok called
1: Reels. And there's a few things wrong with it. One, you have to post them to your feed in order for people to see them. But, like, we're not going to be posting four Reels to our feed. It's just going to crowd our feed. Like, I feel like if you post it to the Reel section of your profile, it should go in the home screen on other people's feeds, right? Right.
2: Yeah, so Reels don't show up on your home screen. So It only shows up in search, and then you can tap Reels at the top, and yeah. then you can scroll through. And my No, okay, whatever about that. My biggest uh, qualm with it is that I don't understand how we're going to find trends. Because right now, which makes sense, it just started, it's all of the TikTok trends just on Reels. But it's like are we ever going to decipher between reels trends versus TikTok trends? Are we going to like just do TikTok trends and then just make them on Instagram as well?
1: Yes. And how are people
2: getting, how are people getting the sounds? Because when I go look up sounds, it's just like my, my Spotify.
1: Yeah. It'll start incorporating those sounds yeah because amanda stanton did one with her sister with the kardashian voices i don't know how yeah like
2: how did you get that sound
1: boy this is so confusing it's very confusing and you also can't like search within reels like tiktok you search within tiktok i think like they just were racing to get something out and that over the next few months they will push updates and upgrades and it'll become a lot more searchable a lot more user-friendly um, but I did our first reel, which is a tour of my home. Mm-hmm. Got outstanding reviews, if I might say so myself. Yeah. You know what? I thought I really thought we were going to get more views. Actually, no, there's no views. I, 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 there is views. Oh, uh, uh, there is views. Um,
2: Let's
1: see how many. Views I, thought we, we I thought we
2: were going to get more views because like no one's on reels. And like I thought we were just going to dominate the space. But I was proven wrong. I
1: mean, we got 2,000. That's not. That is not. Matts, you get 300 views on TikTok. Don't even. I got 190,000 on views. one. Okay. Every on other one, one is like 250 views. 2,000 for my chic ass home is not bad. Okay. Celebrate the wins. Celebrate
2: the wins. Magic in the mundane.
1: Celebrate the wins. Um, other things that are
2: happening. If you're listening to this and you are coming off the off the
1: vine why do but, I keep doing that? Okay. Like, I keep just adding oh. onione at the end of like every word. Oh. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: it is wildly embarrassing. <laughs> okay. If you are a new listener of Okeisis because you came to us after listening to our little
1: feature on Off the Vine with Caitlin Brista, welcome. Hey welcome guys. to the sisterhood. Hope you're drinking wine because well, we're not at this moment, but we will be soon. Jesus Christ. I mean, they're probably drinking
2: wine because they're coming from off the vine. Yeah. I mean, we love um, wine drinkers. So, so yeah, all we, are welcome. we were on off the vine with Caitlin Bristow um, last week. Please go check it out. It was a really great convo. She's, I mean, just a delight. She's been, she's, I think she's the superstar of Batch Nation. She has just paved the way. She is a trailblazer in the space. She and is I, the queen
1: of Bachelor Nation. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I would say Everybody, so. she's going on Dancing with the Stars soon. So get ready to vote. I'm going to be on top of that shit because I want her to win. Yeah.
2: But welcome to the sisterhood. We're happy to have you, and uh, we talk about pop culture and business and entrepreneurship and current fixations and skincare and Bachelor and um, philosophies and mental health and things like that.
1: Well, now they're leaving. <laughs> they're like, this is a headache. And we're actually sisters, IRL. Yeah, we are sisters. You know, to to what's what's what, what do you say to? So for better or for worse, we're sisters. Oh. For better or for worse, oh we are sisters. God. <laughs> All right. Should we do housekeeping? Yes. Okay, sisters. So podcasting is a very unique format medium in the sense that we see how many people listen to us, but we don't know who you are. So we have developed some amazing community building places, like our secret Facebook group. We have a secret Facebook group. It's called OK Sisters. There's also a link in the show notes. And that's just where we can actually talk to you. And um, it's popping off. Girls are writing in left and right. And it's actually my favorite place on the Internet to check in. I just like saying hi randomly to everybody because everyone's so amazing. Um, We share like, you know, uh, pregnancies and engagements and job changes and help each other out. It's awesome. Anyways, we also have an Instagram at Podcast where we churn out premium content. And we also have a newsletter that comes out every Monday. If you guys want to sign up, you can go to our website, OKSYSPodcast.com, or just click the link in the show notes, and you'll get a cute little newsletter with a message from me and Mads, um, a roundup of the pop culture updates that you might have missed and need to know about during the week, which is where I personally get my pop culture news since I suck at that. Um, some products we're loving lately, and a little summary about the latest episode. So all of that information is in the show, and is in is in the link in our show notes. God, you know, like the link in the bio, the link in the show notes. Subscribe to my channel. I mean, the lingo is like on and on and on, on and on. There's so many touch points, but you can go to the link in our
2: bio. Jesus Christ, I'll get this podcast on Instagram to see it all oh, in one wait, place. I
1: didn't say if you like us, subscribe, rate, and review. Like seriously, guys, you don't know how much it means to us. Yeah. We're actually coming up on our second year anniversary pretty soon, Mads. Have you thought about what we're going to do for our two-year birthday? Oy vey. Should we go back to the Ojai Valley Inn and Spa Business Center and just tear shit up? Yeah, eat some truffle chips, get our rosé on, maybe a massage or two. I think we should. Well, we have to do something. Do you think we can plan like a virtual birthday party? Well, no. Well, what do you want to do together? No, nah, We'll figure it out. I mean, what if I'm not with you? We'll keep you
2: updated. So um, post in the Facebook group what you think we should do for the two-year anniversary. Okay. Now moving on to the episode. Wow. Today we had the blissful, the determined, the angelic Diana Cohen from Crown Affair. She is just like, she has had a career in probably every one of my favorite brands. She's
1: literally your career expander. Like if you could choose any career for someone to have, it would be her trajectory. Yeah. And you'll
2: learn all about it. She obviously works with brand partnerships. A lot of like the millennial straight to direct to consumer brands that we know and love here on OKSis. And she has had um, a lot. She's made a dent in all of those uh, big, big, brands and then she just started her new company called crown affair which is a hair oil and hair care company
1: and it's just it's just oh it's It's just luxury luxury luxury. this is so she actually jump-started my whole kind of exploration i was wearing my hair curly and then we interviewed her and i was trying out the crown affair products and it's their oil is so lightweight, moisturizing, and hydrating. It's I use it every single day. But um, I don't know if I told you, but I'm actually a curly hair consultant for Crown Affair. Did you know? I had a whole what? yeah I had a whole Zoom meeting with Diana and her crew, her de- biz development product what's it called Products product and development. development. And I went through all the pain points of curly hair, what I'm looking for in a brand, like all this stuff. And so she's creating stuff, and I'm gonna be her like um, her tester outer because I Here. am the curly hair consultant of Crown Affair. What? God, you're her guinea pig? Dude, do you know how many times I text her pics of my hair? It's like... I you mean, have her phone number. Oh, I have her phone number. I mean, maybe oh she's God, annoyed Diana. at me. I'm not sure. Diana. Wow, your relationship with her is like... Oh, I yeah, she's seen to. pics of my hair when I was little, the progression. Oh it's a whole thing. It's a whole wow. thing. All right, well, that's... Wow, you really have a stake in the company. Now yeah, now. yeah. I am a, a forever influencer of growth. Oh, yikes. All right. Wow, wow. <laughs> we Anyways. We love to see it. Uh, yeah, we love her so much. You guys are going to love... If if you love a brand that's really about ritualistic self-care, intention, purpose, and just like a moment to beauty. look within beauty, this is this is up your alley. So, enjoy sisters. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. o-k-a-y-s-i-s.
2: Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Diana Cohen started her career in 2012 at Into the Gloss, a digital beauty platform. She was a part of the founding team for Spring, an e-commerce mobile app where she launched and managed their marketing channels from pre-launch through year two. From there, Diana worked closely with former Jimmy Choo founder Tamara Mellon to relaunch her namesake brand as a direct-to-consumer luxury company. In 2016, Diana joined Away, a travel company, as head of partnerships, leaving at the end of 2017 to start Levitate. Under Levitate, Diana has worked with a number of direct-to-consumer brands, include including Harry's, Flamingo, Outdoor Voices, Buck Mason, The Wing, and more. Diana is also part of Forbes 30 under 30 for the class of 2019. She is now the founder of Crown Affair, which is a modern beauty brand on a mission to make hair care an everyday ritual. Without further ado,
1: Diana.
0: Hi. Wow. I mean, Maddie, what an intro. <laughs> Thank
2: you.
1: Um, You know, when people name drop, you brand drop, girl. Like, that is an impressive list of names to have worked this with. This
2: is like, you are like my millennial dreams coming. You're like my millennial wet dream.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: you know, I've just been a little under the radar. I didn't launch any of those businesses, but I'm incredibly grateful to be an early employee at a number of consumer brands for the last seven years. It's been a wild ride, to say the least.
1: Oh my gosh, we have so much to get into. There's like, I mean, just being able to work with such incredible brands and then to take all that knowledge and create your own, we have a lot to talk about.
0: Yes, yes. Well, spoiler alert, 2020 has been a year, so all that knowledge, (laughs) while helpful, um, I think, yeah. No, so grateful for learnings, but it's wild um, how much the landscape has changed around consumer.
2: That is true. Okay, we'll get into all of that. First, let's do current fixations.
1: Okay, Ooh. I shall start. Um, so my current fixation is I just started um, representing Kelly, Kelly Baker Brows, who does like the Kardashians' eyebrows and all that good stuff, and she's incredible. And I got her um, her uh, fuck I always forget the name of it. It's well, it's her highlighter. It's her highlighter for her for her eyebrow, and the highlighter is the most insane highlighter for under your eyebrow arch that I have ever had in my life I haven't had that many highlighters but I've never found one that actually like I love the way when people have like really great eyebrows they have that really light line underneath that contrasts with your eyeshadow like it just makes the brow so bold and good and it's just a pencil and so you just draw a line under your eyebrow and then it comes with a brush and then you kind of just like fill it in to kind of spread it, I guess, blend it. I don't know the correct makeup terms, um, but it just pops. But it's not popping in a very annoying way. Like, it's almost like you could wear nothing on your ma- – you wear no makeup and then put this highlighter on and some mascara, and you're good. Like, it's just – it's like mascara for your eyebrows. And it's so easy oh to use, and the color is on point. And I, I literally – I got it from her, and then I did it and took a bunch of selfies and sent them to her. And I was like, girl, this is amazing. Yeah, we
2: love a – easy application makeup thing. Like, so Diana, just so you know, Scout and I are, we don't know how to wear makeup and how to <laughs> apply makeup. So the easier, the better, which is, I mean, going back to kind of your alma mater of Into the Gloss, Glossier has been the only thing that has saved me in terms of like, what is blush, what is highlight? I don't know, I'll just look to Glossier for that. So. This sounds incredible, and I need to purchase it immediately. I think, Mads, I think this is
1: going to change your life when it comes to your eyebrows. I really do.
2: Okay, you want to go, Mads? Yes. So my current fixation, I'm so excited to talk about this. I recently read a book called Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. Everyone needs to read this book. Stop listening to this podcast and go read this book. Don't do that.
1: Keep listening.
2: Please keep listening. Just kidding. But then, then go and- by this book it is essentially about a young black woman who is accused of kidnapping the white child that she babysits and it's essentially how this incident impacts all of her various relationships in the aftermath of it but but even that description does not do it justice it is extremely witty it is kind of like a racial satire in a way which it's a strange genre but it feels Feels like such an incredible journey and story to be on, and it's also being adapted into a TV show with Lena Waithe. So I am just over the moon. And you know, it was a one of these books that um, I could not put down. And everyone knows I've been in a really dry spell with books right now. I just like haven't found one that I'm like obsessed with. And this is it, sis. Everyone, go read "Such a Fun Age" by Kylie Reid. I Amazing. Mean. I
0: uh, guys I'm literally going to go in the other room I'm going to leave this call and fill up my brows and go read that book right now so thank you
1: <laughs> love it
2: I know we do do very glowing recommendations
1: uh, I'm well, here if for it if we're obsessed with it it better be glowing recommendation Exactly. okay Diana what is, it my is your yes. yes it is
0: okay can I do two one really quick one that's in beauty and then another one that's totally random
2: go for Please. it we okay. want all, all of your wisdom
0: Okay, three things then. My current fixations, that's what it's called, current fixations. First one is the Say Beauty um, Mascara. It is legit amazing. I've tried so much from, I've tried every mascara ever. This mascara, it's pretty new. Uh, My friend Lainey started the brand. Everyone needs to go and try this mascara. It just like opens your eyes. It gives you that like, flutter-ish obsessed so that's the first thing
1: wait i actually need that because i have not found a good mascara that i'm into okay great and it's, good. and
0: it's and it's legit clean as someone who's like an ingredient nerd it's legit good it's it's not horrible for you which is tiny baby steps for all of us so um second thing is a chocolate called honey mama's have you guys heard about this chocolate no it's I- ugh, life-changing
1: i i'm not really a chocolate person
2: mads are you i am I am. Wait. So tell me about this chocolate. Like, why is it special?
0: Okay. It's mainly honey and coconut and cacao. And there's like, no, there's nothing else that's in the chocolate except for, I think it's like five things and I'm fully addicted to it. So if you like chocolate and want an alternative, that's not horrible for you and you actually feel kind of good eating it, highly recommend Honey Mama's.
1: Ooh. i'm on it i'm in it my
0: third thing guys am i doing too many please stop no me at no any point time. we need
1: all of the wisdom please continue
0: okay third quarantine obsession um and fixation right now is donald glover seasons one through three of community
1: yeah my husband is deep binging that deep oof. binging that oof it's a
0: full revisit because i watched it in real time and so did my fiance and this has just been an eye-opening world i might believe that Donald Glover could see the future because there are so many little seeds planted throughout those seasons. And I have a couple conspiracy theories of when he shot his albums and things based off this. So I highly recommend Community if you haven't given that a watch yet.
2: I actually have never seen Community and it seems so strange because it's definitely something I would love or that I think I would love because i I mean, I'm a Donald Glover, Stan, an apologist. So I feel like I should love it, but I don't like uh, Joel, Joel McHale. Is that the guy?
0: No, you're right for not liking him. He's like poignantly <laughs> annoying. So it's totally spot on. And it's like kind of part of his character, but the rest of the cast is so good. And I think it's a nice little like pick me up right now if you're home.
1: I was shocked that the woman, one of the female characters, I don't think she's the main female character. I've just like kind of walked in on my husband watching it and kind of watched a few minutes here and there. She's from Mad Men. And it's like such, it's such a different role for her that I was like, wait, whoa, what is going on? But she's really good in it.
0: She's phenomenal. Alison Brie and a little like podcast Easter egg. If you listen to Armchair Expert with Zach Shepard, um, it's a good one. He interviews her and you get so many little nuggets about the dynamic between community and Madden and how she would go back and forth between the two sets while she was filming it. Um, it's oh, very, interesting! it's really good.
2: She's I great. like that. Incredible. Like that. Wow. This okay. was a great round of current fixations. I feel <laughs> like I have all my quarantine, like obsessions lined up in a yeah. row. Yeah. I We're ready to go. Okay. Let's get into you, Diana. Um, First off, you know, as we said in your bio, you have had your hands in a lot of generation-defining brands. So, talk to us a little bit about kind of what you took. You know, you you were part of a lot of direct-to-consumer brands. I mean, this model has erupted, and it's kind of all we know is it seem- seemingly these days. So, kind of what did you take from that in order to create Crown Affair? Yeah.
0: As I noted earlier, the world has changed a lot over the last kind of decade that Direct to Consumer, um, since it first launched, you know, it started with the Warby Parkers and the Everleans of the world and really mission-driven brands that were offering product at a more accessible price point. And to be a part of a number of different brands in the last few years, like Away, you know, into the gloss when it first started, I think the biggest kind of nugget that I became addicted to and why I love consumer is that is the actual customers like it's the engagement and community of, of of people talking about things that they love and things that they're discovering and you know I was at ITG really early days it was like 2012 and this is when it was like Nick and Emily and a couple writers and I was moderating the comments section and like posting things I mean this was a time when Pinterest and Tumblr were low-key more important than Instagram just to like really date me for a quick minute and you know the fact that most of the universe was you know major publications telling you how to get Reese Witherspoon's red carpet look, or this person's this and that, but it was actually talking to those people and getting their insights and being like, oh, I got this random rose water at this place, and like, I love it, and it's like $8, and it was kind of the beginning of that ecosystem of sharing and building community, and, you know, I really caught the beauty bug then, I think it's such an incredible category, and it's really democratized, and everyone can participate in it. But then to be able to work, you know, at spring across all these different brands, that's when my eyes really opened to like the e-commerce nerdy stuff and kind of the funnel of like seeing, you know, someone come online and discover this thing and then checking out through cart and then buying it and then sharing it. And that really opened my eyes to like the full consumer funnel and how powerful that is and how you can have a direct relationship with your customer and, you know, really build something beyond the product as well and really speak to that community piece. And, you know, we saw this, um, Outdoor Voices was one of my clients when I had a consulting business, but you know, just that community piece of people gathering together to just like create more of a movement. Yes, it was totally about the activewear and people love the product. And I think having like really high quality product at an accessible price point is kind of table stakes now. But so much of these brands is really focusing on like the self-identity, you know, whether it's, What Away really did, you know, it wasn't really about the suitcase. It was about being someone who loved travel. And I think all of these companies and their founders had a really profound message and kind of shifting the way that you move through the world. And for me with hair, I'm like a full hair nerd. I'm like the person that people text, call. I'm my... Hair stylist is like one of my best friends. I'm just a total product nerd in the way that people are with skincare. And it's really funny, actually, um, you know, you guys are like, we don't know what we're doing with makeup. Like, where do we even start? That's why we really like these kind of simple, easy, accessible brands. And I actually found that with hair care, like, it, it is what I mean with crown affair we're almost creating like the no makeup makeup but for hair like hair care as a category for so long has been about perfection and styling and how to get Chrissy Teigen's ponytail at Coachella and it's like homie I'm just trying to look good for a meeting on a Tuesday and like I want my hair to be like healthy and I don't want to do that much to it but like I'm down to take care of it on a daily basis it doesn't have to be this like huge thing that I'm taking time out of frustration, but out of care. So I'm super grateful for working with all these brands to kind of educate me not only on the consumer journey, but also like how important that self-identity piece is beyond the product as well.
1: So I want to talk a lot about the brand process and, and how one kind of goes from A to B when developing their own brand, because obviously you were working in a multitude of different companies with other brands, and then to have the experience of launching your own brand, can you walk us specifically through the process if anyone here is saying, well, I have a product idea or I have a brand idea, but I want to really hone in on who my consumer is, who." who, what the community is going to look like. Do you come up with like an avatar of the girl who, you know, is the crown affair girl, or do you start with a Pinterest board? You know, how do you start getting all this inspiration and then translating it into a physical product? Ah,
0: my favorite topic. Okay. So technically crown affair started three years ago when I printed out two Ed Ruscha paintings. One was actually a book um, by Ed Ruscha called Basted Glass. And it was in this beautiful mint green with this stencil lettering and the second was one of his pieces called Pew's Muse News and it's like this orange kind of four square with like gothic writing and painting and I pinned them up next to each other on a mood board and I said I remember I turned to my fiance now fiance and I was like if I ever make a brand those are the two colors like I just like like they say like Drake Drake doesn't just like make a song like he drops a mood and I feel like you got to like drop a mood when you're like Mm -hmm. launching a brand and that was kind of the beginning for me and you know it's different for everyone there's tons of people who are like I see this very clear you know pathway and white space in the market and you know this is very like analytical and you know there's people that do that for me It has stemmed from passion and also my love for art history, which is what I studied in college. So, um, you know, started to gather things on a Pinterest board. Um, My team knows for better or worse, I kind of live on Pinterest and started gathering references and graphics and that, um, you know, it's funny when I was traveling a lot for Levitate, my brand agency, a couple things happened that were the beginnings of deciding that I was gonna actually go forward and build a brand. Cause it's one thing to have a really good mood board and Pinterest board, and it's another to be like, is there actually a market for this? And are there customers out there who are feeling the same pain points as I am? And when I was traveling, um, I noticed that I wasn't prioritizing bringing my hair products, right? And like you would never go to a hotel and be like, I hope they have my skincare products here. But like I was doing that for my hair. So true. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, I'm like, dude, I'm just going to use whatever shampoo and conditioners in here. I'm using a hotel towel that's been washed in like a vat of chemicals downstairs. And like, I didn't bring the beautiful brush that I love. And it was really taking a toll on my hair. And then the other kind of moment was I had a bunch of girlfriends, um, truly some of the most amazing women. I mean, literally like you guys, like women who are incredible, accomplished, organized, like have their shit together. And they were like, dude, I don't, what should I use? Like, give me shampoo and conditioner racks. Like, should I be brushing my hair? I feel like my mom told me to. And then like, you know, how often should I be washing? Or like my hair's falling out. I just had a baby. Or like, it was just very clear that a lot of the women in my life didn't know what to do. So I put together a Google doc. as all good things start with a good old Google doc. (laughs) And I sent it out to a couple of my girlfriends and it was, you know, the 12 things that I swear by from the Mason Pearson brush that I love to the silk pillowcase, you know, to how to use these products, when to use them, why having a hair towel is so game changing. And then kind of in the comments section and the margins I'd be like but this one isn't perfect because like my hair actually kind of like falls out of this turban style or like after a couple washes it doesn't really hold up so you know and it was kind of all these things Or like sorry the brush is $250 like not everyone wants to spend that and it just became this like kind of bible for me to be like there's something here you know and um I was at brunch with my fiance and our our best friend. I said fiance like 14 times. I'm going to stop saying that. His name is Alex. Yeah, okay. Alex, we
2: love you. (laughs) Don't worry. I did the
1: same thing when I, when when he's now my husband and I say husband instead of his name. Totally. We Uh. get it. Don't worry.
2: Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.
0: Well, can I tell you guys, we we're actually supposed to get married this weekend. So.
1: <gasps> oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh.
0: okay I just have another year of saying that obnoxious word so kuna matata (laughs) um but yeah I was at brunch with him and and his best friend from childhood who is um he's a bioengineer and chemist and he wanted some help with his hair and his wife wanted some help so I sent him the google doc and he was like he went hard on these ingredients he's like dude even the luxury stuff has like cyclopentasiloxanes, and like this will dry your hair out over time and like you know, there's no Moroccan oil and like the core Moroccan oil product. And I think that that was kind of the light bulb moment that, you know, this is a category that's been so driven by wholesale has been so driven by style, cut color and self-expression instead of care. And then my little marketing cap went on and I started to work on the brand piece with my now creative director, who was our creative director at Away. Um, His name is Sho. He is brilliant, born and raised in Japan. He moved here in his twenties and our first project, sorry, Scout, this is like a long-winded way to your question. No, this is
1: such, I'm like sitting here, I'm like, this is amazing. Please yeah, keep like going. I'm drinking this up. This <laughs> yeah. is
2: amazing.
0: His first project for me, he put together a 70-page deck, pulling together all of the hair care brands that I sent him from like drugstore, you know, the ones that you know, like Pantene and whatever, Garnier Fruits all the way to the luxury guys, to everybody in the middle, like Way and Riogio he pulled the colors, the text, the brand identity, what their websites look like, their brand messaging. And it, it's truly like, it's a, another little Bible. We probably have to update it. And it's so fascinating to see how brands have even evolved over the last year and a half since we put that together. But um, that was just the eye-opening moment that I was like, wow, there is no, you know, hashtag hair goals, quote, good hair. It's like, those aren't things. Like, I, that's not my life. Like I'm not trying to have, like, it's just, I didn't identify with any of these brands. And, um, it, there was just a really clear missing piece that I was connecting of my daily rituals of how much I cared for brushing myself, how much I looked forward to washing my hair. And I know a lot of people are like, "Ugh, I have to wash my hair. Oh, I have to do this thing. And I think it's just because there's not a ton of education and guidance outside of styling tutorials on YouTube. And, you know, we're really on a mission to change the way that people relate to their hair and care for themselves. And, um, you know, we just started with our launch curation, but it's been incredible to connect with our audience and see them respond to that, that messaging that, you know, around taking your time. Um, that was really where this all started on the brand front.
1: Well, it's I really, really, Oh, I was just going to talk about my experience with, um, I got the hair oil and um, we can talk about the branding and the presentation in a second, but I just started wearing my hair curly because of quarantine. I went to dry bar every other week. I was like, because I have curly hair and I didn't know what to do with it. And so I just let them do it. I hadn't washed my own hair in maybe two years. And so I started playing around with all these oils, and I was using Diva Curl, and then I read this lawsuit that Diva Curl makes your hair fall out, and that freaked me out. And so then my husband was like, use jojoba oil, so I used jojoba oil, and then I got yours, and I was like, oh, it's pretty, it looks fucking great in my bathroom. Let me try it out. Tried it out, brushed it with the comb, which I, I, I shouldn't brush my hair too much. It gets a little frizzy when I do that, but the i'm gonna say i i put it on and it was it wasn't so curly and it wasn't straight it was like this really beautiful big wave curl which i've always wanted to get and then i'm on vacation right now in in, at a hotel and i just grabbed the jojoba oil because i was like okay let me see the difference now because i'm like comparing I cannot touch my hair. Like my hair is oily. My hair is gross. It's shiny. It looks bad. I'm like, I need my crown affair back. (laughs) Like what am I doing? That, I mean, I'm, this is like my honest to God experience with it. And it's so cute.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So the, (laughs) and we'll let you comment on that, but let me just say like when we, open, first of all, talk about unboxing goals. When you open Dude, it is like so a treasure hunt. It is like a treasure hunt. You are discovering new gems in every little like part of the box. Like I think just and you I and it's very, very apparent that you did work at certain brands that you know I think have perfected this because the unboxing experience has become Almost as important as the actual product itself, because it's your first touch point. It is your first impression with this product, and um, I can tell you without—I mean, I used it too—but without even using it, I knew that I was going to enjoy and 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 want to implement this into my daily ritual. You- so, to tell, to talk a little bit about my experience. So, I have a very frizzy Jufro. I am trying to transition because I've just seen how much Scout has loved her curly hair. I have a very, very interesting relationship with my curly hair. And again, I haven't found that right product. And it's, it, it's a lot of trial and error. It, it is kind of interesting that you parallel it to skincare because skincare is really, you know, overwhelming to enter into that type of ritual. And it's very expensive and you have to do a lot of shit and then you're going to break out. And then it's like, I can't go to work with frizzy weird hair. So it's just, it is such a defining part of your routine and of your life. And if it doesn't look good, it ruins your entire mood. So something that I love about Crown Affair is not only the experience of it being so seamlessly integrated into a ritualistic type of way, but the product actually works because it is oil, which I do want to talk about, about obviously the ingredients and the oil, because I know that a lot of, I mean, most hair can't take oil? Or am I wrong in saying that?
0: No, you're not wrong. And I'm actually really excited to talk about this because as Scout mentioned, she's like, I'm throwing jojoba oil in my hair. So my biggest problem with the hair quote oils on the market, and ours is really more like a serum, is that if you go to like Whole Foods or order off wherever and you get like a straight up oil, most of the time your hair will look sopping wet. If you have like straight wavy or curly hair, like you can't just throw an oil in it. On the other side, there's like all this chemical-y stuff that's like not actually really good for you. And it just feels soft to the touch. And I think like to the point of skincare, I think what Drunk Elephant has done so well is educated their customers that- Not all chemicals are bad. They're just not all created equal. And it's so important to kind of, and we work with chemists who are based in Japan and they've, we basically, it's unbelievable. It's a a combination of an ester. I won't get too nerdy on it, but basically the way that it's a proprietary blend that ends up, actually going into your hair strand and penetrating the hair strand without being heavy. And it's totally weightless. So this is when chemicals are amazing because they're made in labs by scientists to actually deliver a product where there's real efficacy and weightlessness. Um, you know, But we mix it in like subaki oil is one of the lead oils in it. It acts like your hair. It's a barrier. It just totally penetrates and hydrates. And then we have metafoam seed oil, which is popping up a lot in skincare right now. And there's only five ingredients, which is like crazy in skincare so or in, in hair care. It's pretty rare if you look at the back of bottles of skincare stuff so, or hair care stuff. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's hard and everyone's hair is different and it's a huge part of your identity. And I think like Maddie, I hear you with the dry bar thing. And I think, you know, there's businesses that are like, do your thing, go all natural all the time. But I'm like here for balance. Like I love a good blowout am I doing a blowout every day? No. So like the 60 to 90 days beyond the salon chair or the every few weeks that I'm not getting a blowout, like how do I shift my personal relationship to my hair so I feel empowered to like actually care for it? You know, it's so important and it's really about balance.
1: Yeah. The weightlessness, that's the perfect way to describe your hair oil. It is so weightless and I'm I'm really happy I actually brought my jojoba oil on vacation because I've just been playing, right? Like seeing what my hair does. And I'm seeing, like, I don't like my hair right now. This is not a yeah. cute look. Like it looks wet. I can't touch it. It's getting all over my hands. And then I was just yeah. thinking before this, I was like, when I put my crown affair on, it's weightless. It's soft. It's just healthy. That's all it is. It's just freaking healthy. That's it. That's it.
0: Yes. It is the yep. you, but better. It is what we want. It's And this is the no makeup, makeup philosophy. It's like, you don't have to do a full face of makeup. You don't need to do a full blowout. It's like, there's actually a really healthy in-between that not only like cares for your hair and the health of your hair, but like you feel really good too, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, talk to us about the towel because I, I also agree. I, I read, I think a year ago, I was like, especially on curly hair, you should not be using like your body towel. And it really, really dries out and breaks up your hair. And I was like, oh oh shit. Okay. So talk to us about the towel. What are What is um, the materials of it and why is it more important to you something like this rather than your, your uh, body towel?
0: Yes. Okay. So a little education. Your hair is a fiber, like any fiber, whether that's a t-shirt or silk or whatever fiber, when it gets wet, it swells. So if your hair is wet and it's swollen and you're pulling on it with something not great or brushing it or yanking it, it will cause breakage and frizz, which I am, I have tons, my hair is frizzy. So I have to be mindful of every single step in my post-wash ritual to make sure that I'm doing the most upfront to do the least in the long run. And the towel is kind of a secret. It's like, if you use a 100% cotton towel that you use to absorb water on your body, it's basically going to like pull at the front of your hair. It basically is just like a super rough material. It seems really silly and you're like, okay, I use a ha- like a towel all the time and shake my hair. But the second you actually use a hair towel, you're like, wait, how was I using a normal body towel before that? And it's one of those like things that you don't know you need it until you use it. And our towel in particular, because guys, I tried every single hair towel on the market there was always a little something wrong. First of all, like I don't, I'm not here for a twisty turban, like my hair. And I just cut like five inches off my hair, but it always felt really like tough, like tight on it. And then like the button in the back, maybe I'm just not that skilled, but like, I'd always like trying to find the button and then it would be like lopsided or they were too short. Like my hair would kind of floop out of the top Um, or truthfully, like the materials just weren't that well-made and I ended up trying this, this fabric that we work with our, our partners in Korea on. It's a waffle texture, and it just absorbs the hair so fast. And the goal of using a hair towel is to get your hair drier quicker so it's less vulnerable. Um, so I've been living in our in our hair towel during quarantine. It's like sweatsuits and hair towels. Um, it's just, it. we have the strap in the back, so it tucks away. You can do yoga, meditate, cook, keep it in for however long works for you, take it out and hang it back up. Um, It's a super, super soft uh, microfiber material, but it's ethically sourced in Korea. This team is amazing. We tried so many different materials and then the shape of it, we actually have a patent on. Um, because a lot of the other hair towels on the market are, are it's funny, your, your head's round, but a lot of them are like rectangular and there's actually extra fabric in the front. So if you cut the front and kind of shape it the way that we did, it's so much more weightless on your head. And it's like, you know, if you're going to be like doing stuff, if you're busy, you're doing emails, making coffee, like you don't want a loppy thing kind of falling off your head. So it's just it's one of those things that existed and there was like five ways to improve upon it, in my opinion. So, um, we designed this hair towel and yeah, it's been a lifesaver these days.
1: And chic, chic af. I just started getting into hair care, obviously, because I said, because of quarantine, I'm actually doing my own hair. And so I have a question about the towel because I'm a little bit, I've been hesitant to use it. I'll be honest. Okay. I'm hesitant. Yes. Do I put the oil and now talking to you, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, visualizing different things for my morning yeah. do I put the oil on when it's wet and then put the towel on Great or do gosh. I put the oil on after I take the towel off okay so
0: everyone's ritual is uniquely their own and you have your hairs so voluminous and curly and gorgeous I wish you guys could all see it right now if you have it already um, the way I use it and I'll take you through my ritual and we have a video of this um, I will get out of the shower. I use the comb in the shower and out of the shower. I then put it in the towel to dry it. I take it out and then I put the hair oil in mid-length to end and let it air dry. We have customers who do put the oil on and then do the towel and they might do some plopping to kind of absorb some of the water, but The way that porosity, or basically the way that your curly hair, all hair is hair. It's all beautiful hair, but it has different, there's a slightly different biology to it. So your hair, the texture, it might have a higher porosity. The way that it takes the oil is going to be really different than mine. So our recommendation for everybody with this ritual is like these are all tools and resources for you to take better care of yourself and how you do it and how you use your rituals. You might find some tips and tricks that I I haven't discovered yet. Um, But my recommendation, I would first try, you should comb your hair in the shower to detangle, be super gentle. When you get out, wrap it in the towel, And then take it out and then put the oil in. Um, And like uh, if you don't wash your hair every day, which I wouldn't recommend, um, everyone's lifestyle is different. I've talked to like Olympic swimmers who have to wash their hair every day and I'm like problem solving with them. It's a whole other world thinking about hair that way. But you might use the oil like two, three days in to just hydrate and nourish it again. If you're in a dry climate like Palm Springs, I was just there before all this happened, the week before we all were staying at home, my hair was so dry in the desert that like day two, day three, I would just kind of add some oil in and then, you know, wash it on the fourth day. So, you know, thinking about your hair and like, it's, and everyone has their own terms around this. They're like, oh, second day hair is the best. Or like some people, fourth day hair is like really good. And like, you'll never hear another hair brand kind of talk about that. Right. It's like your hair moves through you, like went through the world with you. It's like such a huge part of your identity. And I think daily care. I mean, for me, I have, you know, loose waves. I use a, our little comb number one, our baby comb, almost like you would like a face mist or like an oil blotter. I just like always have it by me to detangle. Otherwise my hair gets so tangly and, you know, I just wanted something beautiful that was made from plant-based. So like, I just wanted something amazing in my life. And um, yeah, anyway, you have to report back on the oil, but I would, I would do it after the towel.
1: Okay, I'm gonna try both and then I'll get back to you and let you know exactly the best the best way it works for me. Yes.
2: Okay, let's talk about next steps because I mean Crown Affair is just a little baby you guys launched this year, correct? Yeah, crazy. So talk to us about. I mean, you know, you probably can't give this away, but like, are do you want what's the vision for this? Like, do you want to have a whole line, maybe some shampoos, maybe some conditioners. Let's like get into the whole line of hair. Like what are we thinking long-term?
0: We're here for it. Um, yeah. So we launched January 28th uh, you know, launching a business right before a global pandemic, I wouldn't recommend it, but we're doing it. We're making it work. Uh, no, honestly, it's, it's been amazing. I mean, in a weird way, there's so much, I mean, it, COVID is no joke by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, people for the first time, like can't run to their stylist or run to their treatments. And it's, been amazing I think from a community perspective just hearing people's stories like people like literally like you guys being like this is what's working for me it's the first time that our friends and people in our world are kind of sharing stories about their hair in a way that I think for skincare and color cosmetics have been democratized for a really long time right there's the meme that's like you guys have all been asking about my skincare routine you know and it's like that's now happening with hair and um you know, in terms of products, we have a lot in the works and we have some good stuff launching very soon. Um, You know, our whole approach is actually like from a vernacular perspective, treating this like skincare. So cleansing, hydrating, treating, like how you think about maybe your existing routine. If you already have a shampoo and conditioner you love, but do you have like a weekly renewal hair mask? Or do you have like a hair scrub that you use once a week to really balance the pH of your scalp? So our next few products really focus on kind of that piece and the way you think of like a toner essence versus like the obvious cleanser. Um, but we, we do have, I mean, shampoo and conditioner, we will be launching eventually. Um, and we're really, we're really excited about it. But we, you know, I think coming from the brands that I have, I know how important it is to launch product and really experience that with our customer and audience and educate them, you know, you know, if you're a celebrity, you might be like, here's my 12 shampoos and conditioners, and here's my new line. But for us, it's like, my personal philosophy in life is to not put anything into the world that isn't effective or innovative, or that I'm proud of, and that I wouldn't feel like is a hero product in itself. So, you know, I think no one uses every product from one brand. But I think for us, it's about being able to you know, launch new products that people can integrate into their rituals, or maybe for the first time, kind of look at what they're using and, you know, add in and layer new crown affair products. So um, we have, yeah, we'll have have a bunch of new stuff. And we just launched at Violet Gray last week with a couple exclusive combs. Damn,
2: girl. Mm -hmm. Yes. We love to see it. We love Violet Gray. That place is like a mecca. It's like a glam mecca. Um, No, I really, really, I love what you said about the Hero products and being really intentional about uh, specific products that you launch with. Because, and I think we've been, we've seen this a lot. I mean, like Summer Fridays did this really well, where it was just, you know, there was a staple product and then they built off of that community. And I think that's a really, really, um, a really smart approach. And I mean, we're already Crown Affair stands. So we will be purchasing any and all products that you put out. So we're so excited for that. Um but overall thank you so much for coming on the pod. I feel like we've been trying to <laughs> get you on for so long. And it's been such a pleasure talking to you and just hearing, you know, you're obviously you're, you're a young female founder and it's really inspiring to see how much, um, you know, how much you've touched on a lot of brands that we love that most, most of our listeners are really, really excited about. And then kind of transitioning into your own thing. And it's, I mean, it's really, really,
1: uh, incredible to see. And you're super articulate. I love the way you speak. I'm not going to lie. I love the way you speak. It's like you're articulate. Your vocabulary is stupendous.
0: Thank you guys. I mean, (laughs) the feeling is mutual. I'm such a, a fan of the pod and now a friend of the pod officially. Um, and no, I mean, it's so important. I think for anyone listening that loves branding or marketing, like reach out. I love talking about this stuff and I think it's so important. Um, as people who are interested in the world and products and culture that we're all like cross pollinating. Cause it's how we make better brands and how we make better products is by not being in a boardroom, you know, on a 40 story building, making products for people. It's like all of us doing this together. So if you guys ever have any ideas of what you want, actually, we should have a full on, you guys want to come, let's bring you on as consultants for curly hair and do oh, product yeah. development.
2: I have so many we things will be that your I want guinea you. Pi- We will be your Guinea pigs yeah
0: we will do it okay we're getting we're getting time on the calendar this is it it's official
2: (laughs) okay diana tell everyone where they can find you where they can find crown affair and everything
0: yeah so it's crownaffair.com on on the good old worldwide web and then instagram is just crown affair and then my personal instagram is diana with two n's d-i-a-n-n-a cohen the jewish way um yeah, and I'm pretty yes. sure it's the, the handle across everything. Call me, beat me.
2: Okay. I love All it. beat me. Oh, my us. God. You are just so tender. I love it. Um, and you can find us at Sis Podcast. Love yeah. you, sisters.